pulling out my eyelashes when I was six years old so I was pretty young I was in first grade and then I only pulled from my eyelashes and then once I once I got to like middle school about 13 I started um pulling from my head so the scalp in addition to the eyelashes and then once I got to high school about 16 I added eyebrows and <laughs> then it was like anywhere I could pull from I would mm-hmm when you first started, you were very young. Did, um, were your parents like, did they notice right away? Did you tell them? Did kids at school notice? How did you kind of manage, you know, pulling and, and being in front of people? Yeah. So at first, I guess I told people that they fell out. That was always like my go to answer. I even told my parents that. So then we actually went to eye doctors and I got tests done and the doctors were like no like there's nothing wrong with her eyes like physically like they should not be falling out she's definitely pulling them <laughs> so then i don't really remember i guess lying about it but i did but then when people at school would ask me i would just say like i don't know i just i've never had them just kind of brush it off i was never bullied or anything sometimes people would ask but they didn't really care they were just curious um in high school in middle school, I only wore my hair in a ponytail because I was pulling from like my scalp and like the part of my hair, so where the hair is parted. So you could really, I would switch my part in middle school so then people won't notice, but then eventually I just went to wearing a ponytail all day, every day. And then I also wore like a headband, usually like one that goes the whole way around. And that was like my go-to just, ponytail and a headband every day nobody really questioned it because it was just what I wore and what I was comfortable in but it was because I was pulling and I had makeup on I would use powder and I would fill in my eyebrows and I never really did anything about my eyelashes because people just knew me without them because I was six when I started but mm -hmm. that's kind of <laughs> everything yeah so uh, that's an interesting thought to have that you know start so young and then people just accept you know they're used to seeing you with no lashes have you ever had moments where they started to kind of grow in and you were like oh i'm not pulling them as much yeah so a couple times in elementary school i would go through phases where i won't pull and then in and then in middle school i had like a couple months worth of growth and i had eyelashes and then i pulled them all again and then in high school, kind of the same thing. I would go through periods of time where I would have them, and then I wouldn't, and then I would have them. Or, like, most of the time I would have just a little couple, or, like, they would all be really short or just sporadically, like, like sparse, I guess. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, when you first went to the eye doctor and they were like, oh, no, she's definitely pulling them, did you and your family know what trichotillomania was or did you find out that name later? No, we found out that name when I was about 13 when I started pulling from my scalp. Then we started going to 
we saw a therapist because my my mom I did not want to go my parents kind of like made me but I'm very thankful for it now but I did not want to go and then they kind of gave us the name trichotillomania and that it's like a real thing (laughs) and that I was not alone in doing it how did you feel like having this now it's a thing like it's a real thing now um yeah like a you know maybe we were telling ourselves like oh i'll grow out of this now we're like yeah i think there was a little nerve-wracking because i was like oh my goodness it is like a real thing like a real disorder and like i have it but it was also like comforting to know that you're not alone and it is like a real thing that other people go through Did you ever meet anyone growing up that also pulled out, like, their hair at all? No, I didn't know anybody from my hometown that pulled until I graduated high school. And um, somebody the year below me actually posted about it on Instagram. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that's so cool. Like, I didn't even know they had it. And we went to the same high school. And, like, I never noticed. And then, so then that actually, like, kind of inspired me when I made my post a year later, I was like, oh my goodness, they did it. I can do it. Like, talk about it too. That's awesome. Um, because when I, I pull from the same areas as you do, lashes, yeah. brows, hair, yeah. and it caught, like, it stopped me from doing some of yes. these activities. What are some things that it, it stopped you from doing? Yeah. So I didn't like going out. If it was raining, I didn't like sweating. Um, I still don't like swim even like this summer it was hard I don't like going like in the ocean or a pool because I don't I go in but I won't go underwater because I don't want all my makeup to come off and then I'll like joke about it now that I'm more open about it. I'll be like oh no like I won't have eyebrows <laughs> like mm-hmm. so I can't go under but everyone in my life pretty much knows I have trichotillomania and I'm pretty open about it but I still don't like to do it because I don't like people to see me without the makeup. Mm-hmm. When did you start? I know that you told people um, when you were like little, you start, you know, the eyelashes, they fell out. Like, you know, you kind of had that. Yeah. When did you start telling people like, oh, this is what I have? Like, you just were open about that. Yeah. Not until I got to college. So I was a freshman in college. I, for the first time, I opened up to my roommates and told them about it just because I was living with them and I would shower and then. I wouldn't have my makeup on. So I kind of was like, hey, here's the deal. If I don't really have that many eyebrows after my shower, this is why. But I wasn't open about it at all until high, until after high school, until I got to college. And then I had such like a good reaction from my false roommates that then um, when I lived with one of the same and different people next year, I told them about it too. And then during my sophomore year, of college i also i took out my hair extensions because it it got so bad in high school senior year of high school i actually wore hair extensions with the ponytail because the ponytail was so thin Mm. so i took them out and cut my hair short and then i posted about it on instagram i didn't say anything real in detail i just said i have a hair pulling disorder trichotillomania that stems from anxiety i'm hope i'm cutting my hair and hoping that this is like a good fresh start for me and everyone was super positive about it. I got a ton of likes and comments and everybody was super proud of me. And then from there, I've just been telling people as as needed as I meet them, I guess. Mm-hmm. And if it comes, if they ask. That's awesome. That's great. Did you notice yeah. that cutting your hair short did help you? 
at first it did not help because I used to always wear my hair in a ponytail. So then I couldn't pull it because it's in a ponytail. And then when I cut it short, I was like, oh my goodness, it's always like down. So I can just easily touch it and pull the hair. So at first it was harder, but now I feel like it is a little easier. I have been doing better recently and I am trying to grow my hair back out. Not as long as it was, but just like, it's like my shoulders. So I'm in the process of that, but, but yeah, at first it was definitely harder because I was always used to it being back in a ponytail and then just having the access to the back. Cause I mainly pull from the back of my hair. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I, in high school, I went through the phases and like the front where like your hairline is. Mm-hmm. So those will expose them without my headband and ponytail. So then I would tend to actually pull more when I cut my hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's like a a, a slippery slope because it's yeah. like I have like I um <clears throat> I remember cutting my hair really short because I had pulled so much that it was so thin on one side that I needed to like make it look thicker. But yeah. Then, so now instead of playing with my split ends and only pulling certain hairs, I'm just pulling from the root now because I, I can't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. I always, yeah, I do tend to pull like from the root. And now my hair is too short. I don't, I can't really see the split ends right now. So that's helpful. Mm-hmm. But it's finally, um, what's helping me right now is that it's finally getting a long enough where I can do like little hairstyles and like little ponytails. So doing that actually helps me because it keeps it away, like out of my face. And then it also just like makes me happy. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I can actually like style my hair again. And then it just kind of makes me positive. Like it's growing. It's, and it just makes me feel good. I love that. Yeah. And it's, uh, you also don't want to mess it up when you have it. up. Yes. I also had that like in my ponytail, like in high school, I was like, I don't want to redo the ponytail. I don't want to mess it up. So I'm not going to pull. Are there any locations, you know, in your house, in your life at all, um, where you find that you're pulling more often, like it's a kind of a triggering place. Yeah, it's definitely my room and my bathroom, anywhere with a mural. So usually the bathroom, because I only pull alone. I've never pulled in front of people, even when I was little. I would always find secluded places. So usually my bedroom and then my bathroom if I was alone. And looking in the mural definitely triggers it. Um. Especially like I had one of those like close up mules. Mm. So just you could see every little hail. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I had to throw that out. Cause I um yeah. tell me if you're the same way, but when when I was in high school, you know, you have acne and everything, and like yeah. that's it gets pretty rough for people. And so I not only pulled my hair, I would be in the mirror picking my skin too, like anything. Did you ever have like a skin picking? um like fixation i would say not as much um i do like to pick out my skin still even a little bit but not as much as the hail pulling or anything like that mm-hmm. so what do you do when you notice that wow i've been pulling for this long or my stomach has butterflies i know that i'm going to pull how do you kind of snap yourself out of it if you're able to yeah so yeah so if I'm still pulling and I just like sometimes 
um, I think this is true for a bunch of people. They don't even realize how much time has passed. And they're like, oh my goodness, it could be two minutes. It could be an hour. Like, I don't even know. I usually, in the past, I've known how long it was based on if like my hand clamps up from the pulling, like my fingers will start clamping. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's been this many minutes or this like an hour and then my hands hold and then I like I physically can't even pull anymore because it holds but um recently I have been doing better so I try if I ever start I'm usually looking in the mirror so I tend to walk away like physically distance myself from the place my bedroom my bathroom uh, I like to be around people because I don't pull around people so I will go with my parents and my friends when I'm at college like my roommates so I will physically move my body and get away from where I was and that definitely helps keeping my hands down if I am looking at the mule because I do like to look in the mule to look at my progress I usually keep my hands down by my sides hold them like hold my fingers together like so I cannot pull so I do like to look in the mule now just for like the progress but definitely keep my hands by my side so I'm not even tempted <laughs> No, that's great. And besides the headbands, and I know you wear your makeup, which is great. Yes. I listen when I had when I was missing my brows. I wish I had pictures. I maybe my parents have them, but like your eyebrows look so good. I looked a mess. Like I wish I wish I was like you know what I mean talented in that in that situation. No, in high school, I definitely went through the phase of drawing them on too thick, too dark. Where like it was like I know there wasn't hail, but. I could have made them look so much more realistic and better than I did. But at the time, I thought they looked good and I just wanted them dark so people wouldn't notice that there wasn't hail. But it was really going to notice them because they were so dark. Mm -hmm. And like my family told me, like, you should do it lighter, you should do it thinner. And I was like, nope, I'm comfortable like this. I know mm -hmm. I was pretty stubborn about that. But <laughs> looking back, I do wish I made them a little less noticeable. Yeah, but like it's it's like you said, at the time you were feeling comfortable and like, oh, I can yeah. go out into the world and be and blend in and not really stand out for something that yeah I'm doing. Did you have those feelings of like, <clears throat> you know, you're pulling the night before school, you know? Yeah. I had those moments where I'm like, I don't want to face anybody. Like I just pulled yeah. everything out. I don't want the questions. How did you kind of talk yourself through those hard moments? I would definitely talk to my parents, my mom in particular. Um, yeah, definitely talking to her and yeah, just try to get some support and it's gonna be okay mm -hmm. and just go through it. It was, it was hard, especially I would always try to let my lashes or like hair anywhere grow for like picture days or like, homecoming prom special occasions so that did help at least for like the motivation potion but I had a bad habit of always pulling the night before the special occasion and and then I would always be all bummed out and then so I did talk to my my mom was very good about that mm -hmm. that's awesome when you pull do you ever use like tweezers or anything I used to I have since just I'd like threw them away I don't even know where they all I don't have them in my bathroom which is good but yes definitely I used to use tweezers mostly just for eyebrows and eyelashes not really for my head but yeah definitely I used to and then I haven't 
I threw them away probably like two years ago, maybe. I think I gave them to like my mom. <laughs> I was like, just take them. I don't need them. Mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. I'm I'm yeah. at the stage of my journey where it's like, if I don't have them, I'm like, where are they? Like, I don't even need to use them necessarily, but I need them to be near me. Like, okay. I need to know that they're there. I yeah. want to be where I can let things, you know, throw them out. Give yeah. them I, that's maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> um, how do you feel about fidget toys? Yeah, they definitely help. I think they helped when I was younger and then like middle, like elementary, middle, even high school. And then I kind of was like, they're not helping, kind of went out of them. But then now that I'm now a senior in college, I do have them by my bed. I have one on my charger. I have like a long skinny one and I tie it in like a little knot on my phone charger. So then if I'm ever in bed or like anxious, alone, whatever, it's like on, it's like, it's right next to me. And it has like little bumps on it. So like, it's like textured. So, mm-hmm. so definitely keeping them, keeping them around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Now you mentioned that you, t- that you told the people that you live with. Yes. How do you feel about like having an accountability partner? I know you don't pull in front of people, but have you ever asked anyone like, hey, you know, kind of check in with me, see what I'm doing? Or are you kind of just like, I'll deal with this by myself? I feel like I definitely was, I'll deal with it by myself when I was younger. But now that I am more open about it, I'll tell my roommates. They don't, like, it's not like I have to tell them every day or anything, but once in a while, I'll be like, hey, guess what? It's day whatever of not pulling and i'm currently on a streak right now so every couple of days i'll be like hey guys it's it's day today's day 34 so i was like today guys today's day 34 this is like my second longest streak ever so so i'll like tell them so that keeps me accountable but it's also when they're not expecting it every day so they won't know if i pull like they're not expecting it but every once in a while i'll tell them and then they always get happy they're so happy for me and will like feel about it <laughs> and and then we'll just go back on what we were doing i love that congratulations by the way That's thank you so much wow holy cow yes. um what what do you what do you attribute it to you know is it just so happened like what tell me tell me about the success yeah so i have been seeing a specialist from the upenn university of pennsylvania and I actually just finished with this lady this past week. I I didn't really graduate, but I'm at a point where I think I can move on by myself. And I was getting busier in my senior year of college where it wasn't going to work out in all schedules. So in a sense, I kind of graduated from it. But she had me doing lots of great strategies. We would meet every week, which was very helpful because it would keep me accountable. Um, I have a spreadsheet. It was like when I pulled, like the date time location how many what i was doing before and after so i've been really tracking it and then looking for patterns like oh i always pull in the bathroom like i wonder why this is what i'm doing before this is what triggers it so she helped me just like make sure i was tracking it and then she also gave me some other strategies which one of them is like keeping the hail which sounds kind of weird but that did help keeping it in a baggie and we would keep it for about a week. And then we had we had we kept it for the first week. And then I got a new baggie, kept that hair for the week. And then we would compare them and just be like, oh, on the spreadsheet it says it was less. How can we like really see that in the baggie? 
that it was like you did bet like not better but like you pulled less this week and mm-hmm. oh like I pulled more this week so it was kind of a stressful week and so definitely tracking keeping the hair in a baggie fidget toys um the one by I keep like on me on my children that definitely helps I'll like grab it I'm not even stressed but I'll just grab it because I'm just I just do it at an instinct now Mm-hmm. And then we also talked about wetting your hands because I don't pull when my hands are wet. Like it's weird. I used to pull when I was in high school, like only in the shower. Like I would pull my hair, like my like scalp hair, only when I was in the shower. But now I'm the complete opposite. It kind of like it's weird because it it changed. And now I don't pull in the shower. I will only pull if my hair is dry. So that was a strategy was like washing my hands, getting them wet, anything that like slippery, even like lotion. So I don't pull. And then I think some other people have tried like putting band-aids on your fingers or wearing a hat. <laughs> I've I've tried all of those in the past too. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, that's a, that's amazing. Congratulations to you and yeah, those thank some you. really nice techniques. Yeah. That's great. You alluded to pulling from other parts of your body. Where are some other places you've pulled from? Yeah, I've pulled from like my arms and legs. Um, those aren't as much, and I didn't tend to focus on them in like my therapy sessions. Those because I don't. Those are more just like once in a while if I'm really stressed and I'm like I really don't want to pull from my head. Oh, like my eyelashes or eyebrows, if I'm trying not to really hold, I'll pull from like my arms or my legs. But yeah, but I have, yeah. So, but that like with the legs, then if I notice I'm doing that, I'll just shave my legs because that's easy. (laughs) And then it just stops it. Do you notice that it feels different? It gives you a different sensation when you pull from different parts of your body? Yeah, I do. I do know like my arms and legs are not as like satisfying as then my scalp, eyelashes, or eyebrows. I would even say like eyelashes and scalp are like the top, my most satisfying. And then, and then eyebrows, and then probably like anywhere, like arms, legs, whatever. (laughs) I've tried to pull, I've done the same thing where I've like, try to pull from other places and yeah it feels different it gives me a a painful sensation yeah even on my scalp I don't pull from like the bot in the back I only pull from like the top back almost like the crown area anywhere below like the last like two inches by like your neck and stuff I've never pulled from there Mm -hmm. and that's why when I cut my hair short that like the back of my hair would grow and then the back like a little bit above it where I was pulling would be like bail. So then I would always have to cut the just the very back, mm-hmm. like the bottom, because it was growing and everywhere else was not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm similar in the sense like on my scalp, I'll pull from the left hand side. Okay. This right side? Oh, please. I mean, maybe once in a while, but this, this yeah. a full head of hair the whole time. This yeah. is. You know, back and forth, bald spot, grow back, bald spot, grow back. It's just so interesting. Yeah. How we get that, like, um, that, like, euphoric ex- that, like, experience, like, oh, this makes me feel good. This one hurts. Yeah, it's- it is very interesting. And I used to pull from, like, the very front, like, hairline. Mm-hmm. Like, I had, like, no hair in the very front. But then I changed 
then I started, but now I don't do that at all. And now like I only pull from the back if I'm going to pull, but like the top back, it's so mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. yes, yeah, it's so very, yeah, it's very interesting and just, and it's nice to hear from other people that they have like different areas that they pull from or don't like to pull from too. Yeah, it's it's like trick to me is very um there's so many of us that share similar experiences. Like I can relate yeah. to so much, but then there is part of it that like is uniquely you or uniquely me. Yeah. Oh, it's it's really cool. Yeah, the last time I had a streak, my highest streak I've ever had was 43 days of no pulling. That was the end of last year into the summer. And then I got a sty on my eye. So it's like a like little red bump from like bacteria or whatever. So, and those always, I, I usually get those, I think just because I am pulling. So the, my hand, like the germs on my hand, I will get them occasionally and I got it. And then with the redness and everything, it just like, it like plop, like it was, it made me pull <laughs> pretty much. And mm -hmm. like, it felt better because I don't know if it was because it was wet, like it was irritated, but then the pulling literally made me feel like, like it was more satisfying and just made me feel like better because it didn't hold. So, so then that's when my streak, my last streak ended. Mm -hmm. How do you talk yourself through ending a streak? I know for some people, um, counting is super helpful. And then yeah. for others, they're like nervous. Like, what if I break a streak? Like, I don't want to beat myself up about it. How do you talk yourself through it? Yeah, I was going to say, I, yeah, I am working on getting better at not beating myself up at the, like, if I do pull, I'm going to say like, I can do it again. And that's, I think, been the most helpful is because when I broke the last streak, I went months of pulling before I started not pulling again. And but now that I've done it, I'm like, okay, I can do it. I can get back to the no pulling streak. And and I do think the first week or two all the is the hardest. I'm so tempted all the time to just pull. But once you get past like two weeks, it's not that you forget the feeling, but it's not as common as doing it every day. So it definitely helps once you get past like 14 days, the, the two week mark then you start feeling good. And I feel like it's also the motivation. I feel like after two weeks, you can start to see even like the eyelash growth. And then at first it can be tempting to pull because it's like sporadic and it's like a little bit of growth. But once they come in, start getting fuller, that's motivating to me. And it's like, I don't want to pull them anymore. So it is interesting because I go through the period of time where it's like, okay, I want to pull it because I see them. But now once it gets to a certain point, oh, no, I don't want to pull it because I can see the growth. Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself kind of like swapping um, like a, a coping mechanism? So like if you're not pulling, do you find yourself substituting and doing something else more often? I don't think so. I think just staying busy is also the main cause. <laughs> like the not pulling if I'm busy and I don't really have time to just like because usually I'm in the bathroom in my room so if I'm busy I'm not there if I'm like out and about I'm not just sitting in my room alone mm -hmm. but I do feel like staying busy definitely helps me mm -hmm. so when you were growing up did you feel like you were the only one yes definitely mm-hmm how do you feel now knowing that you can go on Instagram and like search trigotillomania and like here's yeah. 
who has it? I think it's great because alone I did feel very weird, very ashamed of it. Um, I didn't tell anybody, like as I as I said, I didn't even my extended family only they did not know. Only my parents and my sister knew. I think my parents did tell my extended family just like, hey, like this is what's happening, but I didn't know that. And I would always be like, please don't tell them. Like, I don't want them to know. I don't want them to think I'm weird. I don't want to just like be ashamed. I don't want people to make comments about it. And growing up, people would always comment me on my eyes because I have blue eyes. And I would always be like, they, they're going to look at me like because I don't have eyelashes. And that's why they're noticing my eyes. And like, mm-hmm. I would like psych myself out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel, you know, you, you've mentioned you share more often do you feel like that transition of like don't look at me i'm hiding are you getting to a point where maybe you would one day just show up maybe no makeup just like how you are like how do you see that going for you in the future yeah definitely um yeah so now after my shower like after i shower because i live with roommates at college i used to even put on makeup like right away so they wouldn't see me so now i don't do that in front of them um I do let them see me and like my parents see me um, without the makeup. And right now I don't need any makeup on my scalp. I finally got to the point where I'm like, okay, it's good. It's, it's full. It's thick enough. Like I'm, I don't need the makeup on my scalp. I do fill in my eyebrows every day still, but I can definitely tell those growth. And so I'm trying to use less. I'm trying to make them look more natural. So then, but I am comfortable now at least well, by my roommates and my friends and family that I don't need, like, the eyebrow makeup and all the hiding. That's fantastic. That's great. Yes, thank you. And even if, even if, you know, you wanted to wear makeup forever, like, if that's your choice, that's your choice. Yeah. It's just whatever makes you the most comfortable. Yes. And if that's how you're most comfortable, okay, you know? Yeah, I used to be, like, paranoid about showers. And even like at college, like if the fire alarm would go off and I didn't have my makeup on, I was like paranoid, like so stressed out about it. And now um, I do feel a lot better. I think it is because I am, I have like at least something. So I'm like, even if I'm caught fire alarm in my, like in the shower and I have no makeup on, like I do feel better. So there has been like a stress relief almost because now I don't have to worry about everyone like, seeing me because i used to be all like yeah just very paranoid that like the fire alarm's gonna go off and everyone's gonna see me and it's gonna be terrible but now i'm like okay it's not the end of the world it's okay and just mm-hmm. trying to walk through that well that's great yes. um do you have any goals when it comes to your trick yes i graduated in may from college so my goal is to have um i want i i would hope I hope I can keep up my eyelash growth and everything. I still I I still do enjoy like filling in my eyebrows a little bit. So I'm hoping that everything just looks more natural and I want I'm hoping that my hair will grow. I'm trying not to cut it short again. Like it's still pretty short, but I'm trying to grow it out to like my chin or like and then eventually my shoulder. So I'm hoping it'll be like by like my chin by graduation or like a cute little like hairstyle I can do. So that's kind of like my big goal is graduation. Just like be happy with how I look because I do get down on myself about not having like eyelashes or eyebrows and 
I do get beat myself up about like how I look. So it's not that it's going to be perfect, it, but I just want to be happy and like content with how I, what I like, what phase I am with the hair growth at graduation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's for people who don't have trichotillomania, it's super hard to relate. Yeah. To, you know, being, I'm the one that's pulling out my eyelashes and I can't stop at this moment. And that like really hurts me inside. But also I have to look at myself for the next however long until things start growing back. Like there yeah. you, the pulling out takes seconds, the growing back in takes months and it's. Yeah. Yeah. I think the hardest part is like right after and you're just like, oh my goodness. Now, like I just went from like months or weeks or days of growth to then now I'm going to have to do that again. And you're just, your heart almost like sinks and you're like, oh my goodness, I just did that. Now I'm going to have to wait and be patient, which is probably the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And they say, like, I've, I've spoken with some people and I agree with them. The growing back in is really hard too, because everything's uneven and yes. everything's different. And it's like, I, uh, you know, it's even harder to keep the hands away when. Yeah. They- for me, it was like sometimes if I feel the hail, the different textures, thick or thin, or that's triggering. And then also just looking in the meal and seeing if it's uneven, that is also was triggering. Mm-hmm. It is triggering still, but yes. Yeah. And I just love that, you know, you're so honest. It is an everyday thing. Like to not be yeah. up is an everyday thing. Like this is not... Like trick does not just like other mental illnesses doesn't take a day off. Like this is yeah. wake up, we're figuring stuff out. We're going to sleep. We're figuring stuff out. Um, so it's a lot harder than people think, and it's it's more than just like you know looking in the mirror and maybe not liking what you see. It's it's an every second type of disorder that we have to constantly try to figure things out. And it's great that you are getting to that point where you're like, you know, what? I'm going to try to not beat myself up so much. Yeah. Um, Cause it's so easy to just be like, you are the worst person in the world, you know? Yeah. And then when like, you don't have a lot of growth, then it just, I would tend to pull it. Whatever I had, I would pull because I was like, well, it's not really growing back anyway. So I'm just going to pull it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's that, that cycle, that vicious. Yes. Cycle definitely. That- mm-hmm. So what yeah. is, Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, um, with the hail on my scalp, it, it did get so bad that I was so uncomfortable with it and the makeup and everything after I cut my hair. So I cut my hair sophomore year by like junior year. By the end of, I think it was by the end of that year, it got so bad. I actually, I purchased a wig and I only ever wore it like two times. And it just, I wasn't comfortable in it because I was like, oh my goodness, what if it falls off? What if it moves? Like it was just t- like giving me more anxiety. But I did get to that point where I was like, oh my goodness, I don't even know how to handle it. And I just want to hide it at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so proud of you now. I mean, I'm proud of you back then too. But yes. like, I'm, proud. <laughs> I'm proud now that like you're you're out of that part. You know? Yes, that? thank you. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, it's so, it's so hard. And it's just, yeah. Uh, for me, I've kind of accepted like, okay, maybe this is a lifelong thing, you know, yeah. like, so it's, you know, I'm just like trying my best, um, just like everyone else to be like, you know, what, this is just me now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What advice would you give someone who wants to share about their trick, but they're really nervous to? 
I think start off with a close family or friend. Um, just tell one person, get that support. And just like the people that you know will love you unconditionally, like they're not going to judge you. And then just start from there because that's how I started. Like I told like my my roommates who I was super close to and I still am close to. And then from there, once they supported, then I started telling like my other friends and then eventually you just start posting about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not, Um, I still have like, my Chukatilomania Instagram and my TikTok, and they all separate from my personal one. So I'm so it's not like a hundred percent of people in my life know, but I am open about it. If anybody asks, I will tell. But I'm not just like, oh, here's all my whole history of, with Chukatilomania, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know not everyone will care and like will be interested. But tell the people that are closest to you, and that like you know will care and that will love you unconditionally and that they're not going to judge you for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you would like to say or that I haven't asked you that you would like to talk about before, before we wrap up? Mm-hmm. I think just that, um, like you can, like for anybody that's listening, you can do it. I think tracking definitely helped me that was like my big turning point I think was just realizing how much I was pulling and then so once I realized how much I was then I could start working on okay let's decrease it by like five hails okay let's decrease it by like another five hails just going like small steps and then and yeah the tracking really helped me and then just I don't anybody the hashtag to me, like you're so strong. Like I know what you go through. If anybody needs to reach out, like I'm here to listen or to vent to. <laughs> I definitely understand it, and so do you. And yeah, you just have to keep going and keep fighting through it. <laughs>